Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. I'm just glad you're here today. Anybody glad to be in God's house? Come on, amen. It's a good day to be in the house of the Lord, and I'm just excited to have you here. If this is your first time with us at Faith or New, we just want to welcome you. Just please make yourself at home, and uh, we're thankful the Lord sent you and uh, just brought you by this place. If this is your first time watching us on our live stream family, we have an online campus and family. We love it more when you're here because we can see you, but we're glad you're there if you can't be here. And so do this for us. Let us know you're out there by dropping a comment, hitting a thumbs up, sharing this, all those great things, but I'm just glad you're here. But Faith family, would you let our first-time guests know you love them today? Would you would you show some love to them? Amen. Amen. Again, make yourself at home, and uh, again, just to thankful for just the faithfulness of those that are in this house. Angel and I had this conversation recently. We just have some faithful people, and they're so thankful for you. And so I just, again, appreciate you and all you do. Um, I know it's fall. I'm, uh, somebody asked me. I've had a couple of folks ask me about the shirt, man. You know, hey, you you know, you think it's summertime? Um, this is the only shirt I have with pink in it. So this was this was the closest thing that I had. So I wanted to to show my awareness was there for that as well. So it was the best that I had. Um, my mom used to say, well, you you making fun of the weather? You know, that's what she was saying. So I'm not making fun of the weather. I know it's fall, but uh, uh, this is the best thing that I have. If you're watching this, maybe down the line, it's fall here in South Carolina. And, uh, but I'm wearing this today in honor of Pink Sunday. But again, uh, thank you for those who are doing that, bringing attention to that as well. So, but I don't know, who's ready to jump in the Word? Anybody? Yeah, 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 yeah. We love it. We love the Bible. If you're new with us, we believe God's Word's true, and uh, we can live that out by God's grace and the help of the Holy Spirit. But if you have yours, turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. And um, if you have the Version Bible app, if you use that, you're welcome to do this right now. If you don't have your paper Bible, you can follow right along with us there by clicking on more and then events and then you'll see that so if you turn there click more than events but second corinthians chapter 13 i want to read verses 11 through 14 and um it says this this is finally brethren farewell so if you if you don't know this is the end of Corinthians, the book, the second Corinthian book that's being written. So again, this is an ending. This is a farewell kind of like, man, you know, just, just piecing out kind of the last few things that he wants to say to them. Um, he says this, he says, become complete, become complete, be of good comfort, be of one mind, live in peace and the God of love and peace will be with you. Wow, that's cool. He said, greet one another with a holy kiss. What if we brought that one back? Come on, say, think about it. You know, again, that was kind of, that was a traditional way of greeting. What if we brought that one back? Who, some, I'm shaking heads no. Like some of the young guys, like, here's my chance. I'm gonna go in. This is yeah, no, no, no. Holy kiss. There's a difference. There's a huge, huge difference. But I, some of y'all freak out when I say give your neighbor a high five. <clears throat> you know, some of you freak out. Like turn around, and fist bump your neighbor. Like what if I turn around and say, hey, f- turn around and holy kiss your neighbor. But we're not bringing it back. Would we have, would we have more or less in church? More people in church or less people in church? Just less. 
It depends. We'd have different people in church. Maybe let's put it that way. Maybe we'd have different, maybe not more, maybe not less, but maybe we'd have different folks in church. But uh, he said, greet one another. Again, it's the how they greeted then. And, um, but he says, all the saints greet you. In verse 14, this is the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. His last words, think about this. And the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And it's like the ending. Amen. Ah, this, I like this passage. We're going to talk about it, but I want us to pray first. Can we do that? So would you join with me in this prayer? Let's talk to him together. So, Father, we're just, again, thankful. We're blessed. We're honored. We're humbled that we can gather and just come together in, in the name Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, just have communion with you, fellowship with you today, Lord. Let that increase in our hearts and lives. And we want to thank you for it, for all that you're doing in this place. And let lives be changed today, Lord. If there, if there may be but just one that doesn't know you as personal Lord and Savior, let this be the day of salvation for them. Let them surrender today to you and receive the grace, receive the love, step into communion with you. In Jesus' holy name. Would you say it, church? Amen. Amen. We're, we're in a series right now called Relationship Goals. And um, if you haven't been with us, we've been here for a little while. And, and I try not to just rush through this through stuff, but just really dig deep into these subjects. And we've been doing that. We, we have been now over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at and kind of like zeroing in on. And I hope you all, man, I hope you're getting something out of this. I pray that your life's being changed by this, that, that we're talking about our relationship with Holy Spirit. And, uh, oh, man, it's just been good just to kind of just spend this time focusing in on him. Last week, we talked about that the Holy Spirit's a true friend. Aren't you thankful for that? And, again, if, if you don't have a true friend on this earth, he wants to be this for you above everything else. And I love what true friends do for us and how, how they kind of like uh, just show up in our lives. And, and I shared a few things with you just kind of like that I believe, again, are so cool about true friends and about the Holy Spirit that they're, first of all, they're there for you. And like that means this today, like the Holy Spirit, he's here for you today. Like he wants to today be there for you if you're going through a difficult time. We learned that he also, Holy Spirit, they have you, he has your back. Uh, I like that, man, that we're not going through these things alone. And what I love also is that when we have the Holy Spirit, it, it just makes us feel better. You ever have one of those friends who just, after you talk to them, after you spend time with them, you just like, man, I just feel better, man. You know, the situation maybe hasn't changed a whole lot yet. Man, I just to know I'm not alone, to know that you're there with me, it just makes me feel good. And I love the Holy Spirit works in our lives in so many different ways. But be open. Be open to what the Holy Spirit wants to do in and through you. And today I want to continue kind of on that, just keep building on it. And I want to talk about today communion with Holy Spirit. And I, I mean, this, this is a cool word, and, and I, I'm actually like trying to like intentionally, I don't want to go long today. I really want to like spend time at the end of our service. We're going to receive communion together for those who want to do that, and I, I hope you do. And, um, and, and we're also just, I want to spend some time like actually putting in practice and play kind of like what I'm talking about today, and that's spending time with him. You know, how many of those, like, we're not just supposed to talk about just spending time. 
with him. You know, we're not supposed to preach about it. We're not supposed to just read books about spending time. We're actually supposed to spend time with him. And, and I want to do that today. So it is, I'm going to try to, man. I, I was listening to the message this week on Spotify and I was like, man, I was getting excited, bro. I, didn't, I was getting get pumped, you know, kind of, you know, you just want to keep going. I want to try to pull back. I, I'm participating in an event this, this afternoon. If, if you're welcome to come, it's open to the public. It's called One Prayer. And uh, and, and it's, it's like a collective group of churches and pastors gathering. It's going to take place at 5 p.m. at Monaghan Baptist Church, and, and everyone's invited to this. And there's going to be like 16 pastors praying into certain topics. And uh, the one, I'm actually going to be praying into one of those areas, and we're going to be praying about the houses of prayer, like that the, the church becomes that truly again. How many knows that's what Christ said, that his house should be? For all nations, that's what that should be. And we don't have that if we don't individually do that. That's how you get houses of prayer. You have people that pray. And so, again, we're gonna, we want to do that. So I'm going to try to go there today. So today we're talking about this communion with the Holy Spirit. Now, we've learned that Holy Spirit, he, he's not like just like third place. All right, I want you to really think about that. I think sometimes like we, we kind of think that way with the Holy Spirit, that, that he's like third place. We learned that Jesus actually, he told his disciples that I'm going to send you another, like, one of me. That's wild, man, to think about. Like, that Jesus said, I'm going to send you another me. Like, I'm going to send you God. That's, he's going to come. The same way you experience God in me, you're going to experience God in the Holy Spirit because that's who he is. But he's not, like, third in rank. I think it's sometimes, like, I used to, I used to kind of have that mindset. Like, you know, you got the Father, the Son, and then the third place coming in third. You know, if you have Holy Spirit, you know, and, and a lot of times, third place don't usually get recognized a lot. We don't, he, you, know, you know how that works. Now, I, I grew up in the time, now, I don't know where it's at. Now, I need to ask you all about that, see where that's at as far as in the school system. But I grew up in a time where we had field day. Y'all don't know about field day. Real field day. Like when you are in an event, and like in the event, like, man, you're doing a 50-yard dash, and, man, you are running wide open, bro. You, I mean, all that you have. And, like, man, you see, like, man, it's like when you get to the finish line, like, you remember first and second. Sometimes you don't remember seconds. They were so far behind first. But most of the time, you remember like first and second. And then like third, you know, you know, you got the white ribbon, I think it was, you know, back in the day. You know, is, is that still that way? You know, but, but it was like, man, and you're giving them out in like first and second place and, and then like third. But, but then I actually helped my kids and I worked field day and I don't know if it's still this way. I, I wish it wasn't. I don't, I don't think this is good, but uh, you know, I worked field day and like everybody got participation, consolation, maybe that's better. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know everything, but I, maybe that's better. But I just, I just remember like, man, like you, you got that, like if you finished first or second. That's how you got it. I want no consolation. I feel like sometimes we look at the Holy Spirit as a consolation prize. Come on. Holy Spirit is not a consolation prize. 
prize. Man, he is God. He's not third rank. He, he is third in person. He is also a part of the Godhead. And so we have communion with him. Now, again, we see him now in that light. So, again, I don't want you. So if you've been taught that or you, you maybe kind of thought that, like maybe like he's lesser of God. No, he's God. And if you have him. Oh, you have everything, man, wrapped up in him. And so we see something here. We, and this is cool. In our text, Paul is writing to a church that he helped set up. He helped establish. He loves them is the reason that he's addressing and writing to them. They, if you come on Wednesday nights, you know this. This is actually, here in 2 Corinthians, this is actually the third letter that was written, you know, to the Corinthian church. You know, we, we learned this. We're going through 1 Corinthians right now on Wednesdays. And we learned in our study of 1 Corinthians that there was another letter that was written that was kind of like not to be found. Now, I was thinking about this. I was like, now, what happened to that one? I know apparently God didn't want that one in Scripture or it would be there. I believe that. But we know he wrote another letter to this church. I think Paul was like smacking some people around in that letter because he will, he, you know, he'll tell you some stuff, man. He, he gets like hardcore, like telling you like, man, you need to be doing this. He's addressing issues in the church. And somebody took that scroll and was, yeah, they were like tore it up, eating it, you know, trying to like make sure that one doesn't get out. You know what I'm talking about, man. And so, but this here, this is the second letter in this this is coming all the way in the end here. Now, like, oh, man, just think, like, if, if you had been spending time with someone, um, and, and at the end of this, you start addressing areas. I, I like this because I really feel like, like Paul was kind of like speaking a relationship goals message to this church. I believe he was telling them things and addressing things with them. And I believe this, he's calling them now to another level because he says something. In verse 11, he says this, he says to become complete. Become complete. Now, I was studying this word. Do you need to take time and like really dig in this word? This is a cool word. When we see this word here, be complete, it's a beautiful word. If you do a, I just, I did this, you can do it, search online, a Strong's Concordance, where you can take like the original Greek meaning and, and just read and study this out. This is really cool. This word means to make perfect, to mend or prepare, restore, or perfectly joined together. Now, he's, he's, this is what he's saying. He's saying, this is what I want for you, is that you become complete. Now, you'll see this same word. Now, the Greek language is wild, man. We have to, like in our English, like a lot of times, like use a bunch of words to like kind of like summarize the power and like some of like, one of these words in Greek sometimes. I think sometimes we translate it well. I think maybe sometimes we don't. But, but what I love is this is the word that Paul's using. Like he's saying, this is what I want for this church. This is what I want for this people that I love. And this is what I want for us. Because we see something. One of the words, again, that this is where you'll see, if you study like Matthew 4, you will see where he, uh, Jesus, he sees James and John, and he's, they're mending their nets. 
And I was thinking about like that the word complete, like he's, they're completing their net. They're mending it back together. And I just thought about all the ways that that word works in our situation. Why, why would he choose that one to be what he's praying now for this church and asking of them? And it's, and it's amazing. I, I see this happening so many times. A net had to be mended because it had been used. That's why. And, and, and it's, it's, it's cool that, man, I, this can happen for us. Like, man, when we're used of God, when we're used and put in action and, don't, and we're doing things for the Lord, there are times, like, man, sometimes, man, you just kind of feel like kind of like broken down. It's just a truth that, that sometimes, man, we just kind of have this kind of like, man, kind of get almost like burnt out even. I've heard that word. Now, this is what he's saying. He's saying that now when we have communion with the Holy Spirit, he said, when we, have, when we understand the grace of, of Jesus, the love of God, he does a mending work in our hearts. Oh, man, I like that he uses this word because, again, it mends us. Now, I believe that now, now burnout can happen. I believe it won't if we spend adequate communion with Holy Spirit. I believe, man, the more time we had, so, so somewhere along the way there became something that missed. Like we were out there giving out. We were being the net that got tossed in the water too many times and not sat there with the one who can take that thing and put it back together and complete it again, make it perfect, make it beautiful again. So make sure you're communing. With Holy Spirit, this is what happens. So if you feel yourself, this is a check. Like if you feel yourself like, man, all these holes, all these things are just going out. And my man, what is my answer? Quit? No, that's not the answer. Quit. Never makes sense. The answer is to sit down with the one who made you. The one who actually made the net was the one who was sitting there mending the net. And so again, this is a picture of communion with him. And I love how beautiful this is. This is what he uses. So now we see this, a great word, studied out. It's really cool. It also means this, to equip, to fit or frame. It's a building word, my, to fit or frame together. This is the word in Hebrews 11. It says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. By, by faith, it was framed. It was framed by the word of God. So this is what it does. Some of you are like, man, I'm, I want to I see something built in my life. I want to see an area like building and, and I want to see it be different. What happens and how that happens is like you spend time with the builder. You spend time with the one who will build you. So again, this is what it does. So this, he said, this is how it happens. So this is what it looks like. And this is so cool because again, in verse 14, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion with Holy, of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Now I want you to turn around, do this to your name. Say, man, you need communion with the Holy Spirit. Come on, do it. Turn around and tell them you need communion with the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> now give him a holy kiss. No, I'm just kidding. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. Mm -mm. Don't you do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But so, all right, let's look at this thing. This is what happens. Now, this is cool. I'm going to break a few things down again. It's not going to take long, but I want to see something here. I want us to see this. First of all, there are three areas where you see Paul like kind of praying and speaking and like teaching his, his church that he loves so much. This is how you have that completeness. But this is how it happens. This is what it looks like. And he said, first of all, it is the grace of Jesus. 
Man, aren't you thankful for the grace of Jesus, man? I'm so thankful. It's, it's, it's called what we call around here. It's called the gospel. It's good news. Like if you don't know the good news, man, is that Jesus did this. Jesus came from heaven to earth. He died on a cross for our sin. Amen. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. And he's going to come again. And we can have eternity with him. Amen. Forever. And so this called the grace. And, and it is what Christ did. And it's grace that did it. So again, I love this. And I was thinking the other day. It's been over 40 years since I encountered the grace of Jesus. Oh man, and it just keeps getting sweeter. The grace of Jesus doesn't get sweeter to you, man. Oh, go commune with him. Go spend time. And it is the grace of Jesus. I'm not going to hang out there because I want us to look at, secondly, we also see, he said, it is the love of God. Man, I, I love this. I'm just so thankful for the grace of Jesus and the love of God. If you have not encountered the grace of Jesus and the love of God, like he's with us today. He, he, wants, he wants you to like, and, and it's just, oh man, I'm just, there's nothing like the love. And, and it's old saw me looking for love in all the wrong places. Amen. How many times have you seen that happen? I'm not going to sing that for y'all. I could, but I'm not. But, but just looking for love in all these wrong places. But man, true love is found in, it's in God. It's in him. And he says this, it's the grace of Jesus. It's the love of God. And I like this. I want to read in 1 John chapter 4. You can follow along in verses 13 through 17. It says, and God has given us his spirit. Now, like we see him putting all of these things together, that triune Godhead. We, we see all of these things working in this. He has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Oh, that's why, you, that's why you need to commune with the Holy Spirit. It's like proof. Like when, you, when maybe like your faith is struggling, you're dealing with some issues, and those things are coming your way. Like, man, there's proof in my life because me and Holy Spirit are hanging out. I have communion with him. There's proof there of this. He says in verse 14, Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the Father sent his Son to be Savior of the world. Amen. Thank you. Yes. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them. This is still wild to me. And, and they live in God. We, we know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. Have you put your trust in his love? Like, I mean, again, he can love you, but if you haven't put trust in that and, and faith, if you haven't put, put your hope in that. And he says this, because God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. As we live in God, our love grows more perfect, more complete, so we will not be afraid on the day of judgment. Oh, man, like if, if today, like, man, you're fearful about coming. Now, now there, there is a holy reverence and awe that, man, one day that I will bow before him, kneel down before the God of, of heaven and earth. You will too. But you know what? That shouldn't do it. It shouldn't put a fear in us to where, like, man, I, I, I don't, I I don't want to, I don't, because if that is your heart, you know, that can change today. By the grace of God and the grace of Jesus and the, and the love of God. So we don't have to fear that day. I'm looking forward to that day. I'm looking forward to seeing him face to face. But we can face him with confidence. Confidence. Because we live like Jesus here in this world. 
do you live like Jesus? Not on your own. Not by trying harder. But it's by what we see and what Paul said is this, by communion number three with Holy Spirit. It's communion with him. This is what this looks like. This word also may in your translation be fellowship. So what I'm talking about today is just fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Just having communion with him. I had something wild happen to me th this week, man. It was, it was wild. I, I had never seen this before, heard this before. I like being outside. I spend a lot of time, as much as I can outside. I just love being out there. But I have something for the first time happen. I was standing by my truck the other day. And this is, if you follow me on social media, you, you saw the video. Pretty cool. I was standing by my truck. I was texting someone back who had texted me. And as I was leaned up against the truck, an actual physical dove came down, about took me out. Amen. About took me, and came and just landed in the back of my truck. First of all, I was like, what just happened? You know, I was, but then I was like, dude, that's a dove. That's thinking cool, man. I was like, that's awesome. And I, I, I began to think, I was like, man, just first of all, like, how cool is the man that, like, you know, Holy Spirit is, you know, is described, you know, we see like kind of like, like a dove came down. And I'm like, man, we've been talking about Holy Spirit. We've been, we've been talking about spending time with him. And I don't think it was some weird accident, crazy thing. I don't, you know, that, but, but I think Lord, Lord just kind of is in charge of it all. Amen. Amen. He just, and he knows, he, he'll, he'll know when that dove leaves this earth. That's cool to think of. Just think about that. Some of you were like, man, does he care about me? And he knows when that dove's going to leave. He knows all things. And yet he chose to somehow let that happen. And what I was thinking about, man, this is pretty cool. It's like, man, like this was just, and we just hung out. I videoed him for a while. I was like, dude, little dude. And I, if, you, if you watch my video, like he come and he's hanging out and he's right there with me looking at me and I'm looking at him and I thought about lunch. I mean, I just did. I was like, man, I think it might be pretty good. I did. I, did. I had to, I had to, I might went there. Y'all pray for me. But then I was like, this is awesome. Holy Spirit, pray for me. Yeah. But Holy Spirit, like he was just, I think just kind of letting me know. And what I believe is it was just actually like a great illustration from my message because this is what the word means is fellowship. It's wild to think about this, but this is so cool. That Greek word there is koinonia, but when we see this, what he's saying here is this, that he wants us to have communion with Holy Spirit, that actually this is wild, that he wants to fellowship with us. I don't, I don't want to take for granted that the God of heaven and earth wants to hang out with me. Come on. I mean, how amazing is that, that he wants to like be with us and, and, and fellowship, hang out with us. And the word is, it's really a cool word. When you look at that, it doesn't just mean like a fellowship. It actually means there's an exchange that happens. What? Yeah, there, there's an exchange like, and, and to think, I'm like, man, I mean, he, he wants something from me. And it's not like, man, yeah, I'm going to take, no. But he wants to have an exchange with me. And this is where the grace of Jesus and the love of God work together to help us understand communion with Holy Spirit. Because there are many, there are a lot of people in this room that you don't even know right now what some people are struggling with in their mind and heart. And there are a lot of people, like, I believe even like watching today, who are like, who are like man, I don't have anything to give him. I, I have nothing that he would want from me. 
And how beautiful is this to think the Holy Spirit wants to have an exchange with me and you? I love this. You can look at scripture and you can see like some of the exchanges that happen are like pretty cool. Like he gives like beauty for ashes. Whoo, come on. That's, oh man, I'm gonna get choked up. Thinking about that. The oil of joy for mourning, like gives you good for when you give him bad stuff. Like the, the, the spirit of heaviness we give to him and he gives us a garment of praise. Oh man. But you know, sometimes it's, it's not like we're just giving him the bad stuff. You know what he wants? You. That, is, that wrecks me, man, to think about that, that he wants to hang with me. You know, like communion is our first calling. My first calling is not pastor. It's not husband. It's not father. My first calling, and your first calling today is this, is communion. It's communion with the Holy Spirit. And, and, I, and I really believe this. I believe those other callings won't produce in your life until this calling is answered. Until you spend time with him. And so again, I, I just felt like Holy Spirit saying, man, you have so much to give. There's so much. And what he wants is just simply you. And I know we feel so unworthy. And again, in our own strength, we are. But man, listen, by the grace of Jesus, the love of God, we have communion with the Holy Spirit. And so this for us is a lifestyle that we have. This is for us is an everyday thing. This is not Sunday. This is, this is every day. This is driving to work. <clears throat> it's driving to work. It, it, it is like all these other, cleaning house. Some of you need the Holy Spirit when you clean the house. Amen. But there are just so many errors. And, and this is what happens. Like, man, if, if you're saying this today, like, man, well, I'm just, I'm so busy. Or maybe you've replaced the word from so busy to too busy. And if, and if that is your life, you know what we are? We're, we're too busy. If we're not spending time with him, I, Lord, one of, one of our, our, our breast cancer survivors, she tells us, unable to be with us this morning, but, but she actually said this in the text. And I was like, man, I, it was like, it kind of connected with me. I was like, man, that's, I think that's pretty cool. But she was actually like, she's one of our survivors in this area. And she said, please make sure you tell the church, that the ladies, make sure they get mammograms, make sure they do self-checks. And I was like, man, I'm going to say that. I'm going to let people know because this is what we're saying. But man, you know what? I, I got to thinking about this. Like, those are some areas spiritually also that we need to be doing like today I, I want you to do this I want you to have a self-check within your heart today and if listen if you're not in communion with the Holy Spirit you're way too busy and I'm gonna tell you this there ain't nothing more important there's not there may be some important things in your life but man none of them are more important than him and man we need to do this we need to have self-checks and you also need to have those people like who will check for you and, and look into your life and speak into you so why this whole relationship go it works together because we need each other but then when we do this when we spend time with him we see something happen we, there, there is an exchange that takes place. And, and I love what you see. You can see this in the Old Testament and the New. Like in the Old Testament, you actually would see where Moses came down from the mountain. And like, man, people were looking at him. He was having to shield his face because the glory was upon him. Like that's wild. Like they, they, they recognized that, that he had been with God. 
The New Testament is pretty cool. Like you see this in the disciples, where you see that in the disciples, you'll see that in the New Testament, like Acts 4, you see Peter and John who was out doing things for the kingdom. And man, they actually looked at them. They said, whoa, but those are those guys. They're not big. They don't, they're unlearned. They don't have all the degrees. But man, I can tell they've been with Jesus. And man, and it was so cool because man, for one of the reasons you could tell they had been with Jesus because they looked around them as a bunch of hill people. Come on, I love that. I, I want it to be so undeniable in this house that we have been with Jesus because there's so many healed people around. There's so many saved people around. They're going to look at it like, yeah, man, that church is something else, but I can't deny that he's in that place because there are so many people there that God is working in. That should be our heart. And so we see this. This is what happens in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, and now. As our worship team comes, the Holy Spirit works now. Like he actually said, this is what we see. This is what I believe the continuation looks like. You see Moses with an encounter with that God, the Holy God, the Father. You see an encounter with those disciples that they have with Jesus. And people looked at their life and knew, oh man, yeah, they've been with him. And we have Holy Spirit today. And we have a one who wants to have communion with us and fellowship with us. I want to ask you to stand. And as you stand, we're getting ready to receive something. We're ready to receive communion together. Now, I want our ushers, if they would, to come down. And I want you to go ahead and do this. Um, go ahead and stand at your places, if you would. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. And there's going to be, just like when we give in-house, there's going to be three posts and three areas posted up that, that you guys will stand at. And um, one on each side and one in the back. This is what I want to do today. I, I want us to take a moment. And first of all, I just want to ask you to just to clear your minds. Just if you would bow your heads, close your eyes for a second. And we, we do this for many reasons, just reverence and honor. But also, we just want to move, remove distractions right now. And just to show you, just to give you a personal time with God. Just you and Him right now. Yeah, just, just heads about eyes are closed. Just a personal time. If, if first of all, I want to make sure like that there's, if we get ready to receive communion, remember what Christ did for us, that each of us in this room have surrendered their life to Jesus. And he's saying it again, it's the grace of Jesus, the love of God that brings us into communion with Holy Spirit. So again, if you're thinking like, man, I've, I've done too much. No, you haven't. I've gone too far. No, you haven't. He loves you so much and his grace is sufficient for you today. And so if there's anyone in this room, again, who doesn't know Christ, I just want to introduce you to him. I just want to start you on a journey. This is what we believe. We don't believe you just pray one prayer and then you're done and you just walk. No, look, we want to introduce you to someone and help you start a relationship that's going to bring you into fellowship with him today. So just as heads are bowed, eyes are closed, if you don't know him, if you haven't surrendered your life, just right where you're standing, just, just say, God, I come to you today. I, I believe what I've heard today. The gospel, the good news of what Christ did. Yeah, I, I believe you did that for me. And I want to put my trust in you. I, I want to put my faith in you. I believe Jesus did that for me. I'll receive you now. I, I want to ask you to come in now yeah change my life uh, make me new I just receive your love now 
I receive your grace now. And I step into fellowship with you today. I believe Jesus died for me. He's alive today. And I accept you as my Lord. In Jesus' name. Yeah, it's just as heads are bowed, eyes are closed. If, you, if you've made that your prayer this morning, I just want you to lift up both hands in thanksgiving to him right now. Just, Lord, I thank you right now. Yeah, that again, that it is your love. Yeah, God bless you. It's your grace right now. Yeah, that brings me into that communion. God, we thank you for that. Yeah, we praise and we celebrate, God, what you're doing in hearts and lives. We thank you for that, Jesus. Yeah. Now I want to invite you to have fellowship now with him. We're going to receive communion together. We want to see you, if you've started this journey, we want to help you walk this thing and get to know him more. And ways that you can do that by signing up, to get baptized, to go deep, sign groups. We want to walk this thing out. But I want us to start it right now. I want us to start it right now. So I want to invite every person in this room who just wants to receive communion together. Would you begin to step out and would you begin to go? And again, right there in the back, if you're in that area, you can step to the back. And just again, you can just get out one of the cups, one of the elements, communion elements. And I want you to do it this way. Once you receive that, I want to invite you to, if if you're able physically, if you'd like to, you can find your place in the altar. You can find your place at your seat. It does not matter. I'm not... I'm not going to make your, you just, you just, but I want you to find you a place right now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Father. And I, want, I just want you to find a place and just, and just hold those elements in your hand. God bless you. Yeah, just come. Yeah, just come. This altar's open. If you just want to come and just sit in his presence and just find a place. We really just want to commune with him. We have time today. This has worked out so good. And thank you. Thank you, guys. Mike, do you mind if I grab one of those, brother? I'm going to grab one of those. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. God bless. Thank you, sir. Worship team, you're going to receive me. Y'all good? Yeah, I just want to make sure everyone gets one. Now, we do this here. We provide elements every week. If you don't know this, the communion elements are always available there, our baptistry. You can receive communion every week if you like. I believe it's so important that we take time to do this. And, but right now, I, I want you to, and I want you if, you, if you can, you can go ahead and peel back that top layer. Let's do that. Let's go ahead. Father, we just thank you right now for what we're about to do, for what's about to, I believe, happen in this room, Lord, as we have communion with you. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for what this means, what this represents to us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In the Gospels, we see this, and I'm going to read it from Matthew, but in Matthew chapter 26, Jesus was having a meal with his disciples. And this is where all this comes from. It's a sign, a picture for the new covenant that we enter in with Jesus. But he said in verse 26, and as they were eating, that Jesus took bread. I want you to 
to hold that in your hand today. And I want you to think about this. Oh man, that this, what this represents, what this represents for us, represents a body that was broken, a body that was beaten and crushed for us. And this is what he did. He says that he blessed it and he broke it. And I invite you to just to break it in half even. This is a physical sign. And he gave it to his disciples and he said, and Jesus spoke these words. He said, take, eat, this is my body. Can we receive this together now? Yeah. Can you just take time now just to thank him for that? As we remember this, we remember the body that was beaten and broken and bruised. Oh, that was it was it was being for me. It was being for you. For those who just received the grace of God, the love of Jesus, you just received those things. He did that for you. It was for you. Yeah. Verse 27, then he took the cup, gave thanks, gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. So yeah, peel off that next layer. And he said this. This is what this is for us. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. It's our forgiveness. This is our hope. Can we receive this together? If you're thankful for the gospel of Jesus, if you're thankful for what Christ did, can we just take together now time to just remember and reflect and give thanksgiving? And just give thanksgiving to him. We're about to enter into that time, that fall season of Thanksgiving. We have so much to be thankful for. And I want us to do this, and I want our worship team to just minister in song, and I want you to do this. And again, you can just do it, remain seated. You can remain seated in your seat. I, I just want you to hang out with him today. Just want you to spend this time with him today. We have amazing prayer warriors and prayer team. If you need someone to pray with you, please, these guys will do this, and they'll pray with you. They'll pray for you. I believe all of us today just need to take time and have communion today with the Holy Spirit. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.